Welcome to the Stop Being a Financial Doofus podcast, where we talk about little changes that can mount great change in your personal finances and life. I am your host, John Glazer, and I am a financial doofus. Creating Savings in Chaos, podcast number three of Stop Being a Financial Doofus. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm so glad that you're joining us. We're live on Facebook. Uh, second time we've done that. Um, I know it's our third podcast, but it's the second time we've done the live thing. I think it's pretty cool to be able to uh, share what's actually going on as <clears throat> as I'm doing it. So today I wanted to talk about creating savings and chaos. We could all agree that we're uh, living in some chaotic times right now with the coronavirus outbreak and um, every, you know, so much of the country and so much of the world that that is, uh, in lockdown. And, um, it, it's just crazy. I mean, who never, whoever thought we would experience something like this in our lifetime? Um, even our parents and our grandparents would probably not experience something to this magnitude in their lifetimes. And, um, so I just wanted to look at, you know, I, I try and look at this as a, as an opportunity and not as, um, you know, trying to look at this as a negative and not as a positive, or I mean, excuse me, the other way around, the positive instead of a negative. I mean, there's a lot of uh, bad things happening and, um, and we can look at it in two, one of two ways. Um, but when it comes to your financials, um, we can look at it like, let's, let's try and find the positives in that. And so how do we create savings and chaos? You know, first, um, it's, it's by looking at your budget, you know, um, if you don't have a budget, I, I would uh, I would encouraging encourage you to have one. And um, excuse me, I'm sharing this on my personal page so that people can um, can follow this. So anyway, um, if you don't have a budget, I would encourage you to start looking at that. You know, I mean, I, I would encourage you to open up your bank accounts, all of them that you have, whether you're using credit cards or or your bank account, uh, debit card, whatever. And um, I would challenge you to get a basic, uh, simple budget spreadsheet. You can find them on the internet. And if you don't have one, then you can uh, email me. Feel free to contact me at john at financialdoofus.com. Um, and you can email me there and I'll, I'll send you over a spreadsheet. But go back and look at your budget for two months and see every dollar that you're spending and put it down in that budget. So if it's groceries, you know, you went to Kroger or, or, or wherever your grocery store is, um, put those dollars into the grocery line. If you went to um, out to eat, then Chick-fil-A or Wendy's or whatever that is that you're going to go out and eat, um, put that in the going out to eat line. Um, but, you know, you can't look at your money until you know where your money is going. And so um, I want to encourage you to do that. Um, and if you don't, like I said, if you don't have one, uh, contact me, John, J-O-H-N, at financialdoofus, D-O-O-F-U-S, dot com. And I will send you a spreadsheet that you can start looking at. So um, now is a perfect time to look at your budget if you're fortunate enough to have a job. Um, I know a lot of people have, you know, been furloughed or they've lost their jobs or whatever. Um, and, and, and even if you have a job, like you're, you're in great shape because you're still getting a paycheck, but even if you don't have a job, this is still a time for you to do this exercise because you're going to need to cut back. And, um, I was just telling this to somebody the other day that, 
you know, the cutting back that you're going to do right now is going to help you in the long run. Um, because once we get out of this whole crisis and how do we, after we get out of all this and we get back to work and we start doing the things that we've been normally doing, if you can cut back now, you can probably live on those things that you're cutting back now. Once you get back into the normal flow of things and you're going to be better off um, in that regards. So either way, now is a great time to start looking at your budget. Most of us have some extra time right now, um, whether you're working from home or, you know, you're furloughed or you're, you're like you're struggling with your job or whatever. But this is a great time to, to look at your finances and audit your own personal financial life. So um, once, once you've spent some time looking at your expenses, I want to challenge you to find some areas that you could save during this time. Maybe it's eating out. Maybe it's your fun money. Maybe it's babysitting, whatever that is, uh, because most of us aren't going out. Most of us aren't doing a whole lot of stuff right now. We're staying home. If you're doing the social distancing, if you're sheltering in place, like, uh, like it's being recommended, I mean, you're not going out and spending a whole lot of money on extra things that you probably would if we weren't in this situation. Um, and so this is a good time to save some of that extra cash that you've normally spent on other things, but then also you know, start questioning, do I need to spend that money once this is all over with? So the, so the next thing I want you to do is I want you to look at specifically your grocery budget because right now I think most of us are going to be eating at home and we're not going to be going out to eat very much because I know restaurants are doing takeout or delivery and stuff like that. But if you're on a budget and you're being more strict about it, eating out is probably low on the priority. And so you can look at your grocery budget, but we'll also talk about eating out here in a second as well. Um, so my first question to you is, do you know how much you're spending on groceries? Um, I coach people in their personal finances and I uh, find more often than not, most people have no idea how much they spend on groceries. When I ask them to look at their grocery budget and then they take a look at that amount and the, what they're spending, it's usually way more than they thought. Like they, they're, they're blown away and they're floored by how much that they actually spend going to the grocery store. So um, I ask you this, after you look at that in your budget and you look at how much you're spending, let's say at the grocery store, and that's just one light item. And this one's going to save you probably a lot of money because it's one of those that you can control a lot. So um, I would think, and I would venture even in our own personal life. when we started looking at this, that most of us can save between 25 and 50% on their grocery budget. And here's why. So I'm going to give you a couple of reasons why. One, we're not planning our meals. So how many of you go out to the grocery store and you just start shopping? I'm going to get a thing of chicken. I'm going to get some steaks. I'm going to get some pork chops. I'm going to get some veggies. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. And you have no plan going into the grocery store on what you're going to buy. And so when you do that, you end up a wasting a lot of food because we've done it. I, I, our family has done that before we started getting more intentional about making our grocery uh, pre-planning our meals, but we bought a lot of stuff that ended up going to waste, especially in the veggies department or something. I mean, meats we could usually freeze, but like if we bought a bunch of zucchini, for example, zucchini only lasts so long. And if we don't eat it, then it goes bad. And then we have to throw it out and that's dollars thrown in the trash and we're just wasting. So if you pre-plan your meals, if you sit down and you're intentional and you take an hour and get with your, your spouse or your loved ones and say, Hey, what are we going to have this week? 
And then you start looking at what's in those recipes and you put together an itemized grocery list. It takes some time, it takes some effort, but trust me, that time and effort is going to save you in the long run. All right. The other uh, step I'm going to give you is don't take your kids shopping with you. I know that's hard for some of us and I know that's not the easiest thing. Um, but if you take your kids grocery shopping nine times out of 10, what happens is mommy, daddy, I want this mommy, daddy, I want that mommy, daddy, I want this. And, and, and I'm, I'm guilty. My wife's probably guilty of this. We're all guilty of this, that we go in with the intention of saying, I'm not going to let them get anything off the shelf, but you get, you know, I want, I want, I want. And you're like, okay, you can have this or you can have that. And then you just start taking a bunch of stuff off the shelves that you didn't intend to get in the first place. So that raises your grocery bill naturally, right? Um, the other thing is, and this goes back to the not planning, pre-planning your meals or not planning thorough enough, you know, is not making a complete list. So how many times have you gone to the grocery? If you are a pre-planner and you say, I want to get, you know, I'm going to make spaghetti, you know, and then you're like, oh man, I forgot the spaghetti sauce. How do you make spaghetti without spaghetti sauce? So uh, you, you know, you call your spouse and you say, Hey, on your way home, can you get spaghetti sauce? Excuse me. And I've done this. I'm guilty. I go to the grocery store and instead of getting a two, $3 bottle of spaghetti sauce, I get spaghetti sauce and a gallon of milk and, you know, some, whatever and some of this and some of that. I mean, grocery stores are built to market to you to sell you what they want you to buy. So I found myself the other day, we're in coronavirus lockdown and my daughter loves macaroni and cheese, Kraft macaroni and cheese. So I walked into the grocery store to get a gallon of milk. That's all I was going there for. And before I even walked into the store, there was a kiosk there that had stacks of macaroni cheese buy six for six dollars or something like that so what did john do he bought six for six dollars because he thought that was a heck of a deal and my kid is going to be home she's going to need stuff for lunches so i'm going to buy her mac and cheese because that's easy for her to make right I, i'm living example that i'm not perfect just like you guys and and we're all working to get better at this kind of stuff and we all have our moments of weakness but my point being is going with a plan because when you more often you go to the grocery store, the more money you're going to spend, not just because you're going more often, but every time you go that $3 purchase that you went to go get for that one time because you forgot to get it originally is turning into a $50 purchase because you buy a bunch of other stuff that you didn't intend to buy when you went to the store. So reduce your grocery shopping list and that's going to help when you do your pre-planning and go through everything that's going to be in that recipe. What we do in our household is we, we itemize everything that's going to be on all the recipes that we're going to have for the week, all the way down to the salt and pepper, you know, salt and pepper, garlic salt or garlic seasoning or wh whatever the seasonings are. And we go to the pantry, we go to the freezer, we go to the fridge and we see what we actually have that's still in there. And if we have salt, then we take it off the list. If we have garlic powder, then we take it off the list. If we don't have, if we have tomatoes, we take them off the list, you know, but have that pre-planning and, and you're going to be, that's going to be gold. Right. And the, the fourth part here is, and I know this sounds silly, but you probably heard it before. Um, and it makes a lot of sense. Don't go to the grocery store hungry. You know, uh, if you go to the grocery store hungry, you're seeing everything and you want to buy everything because you're hungry. 
even if you have a pre-planned shopping list, you're like, oh man, I could eat that right now. And so you just go out and buy it. Um, oh, and then a fifth thing that I didn't even think about, and this is a, a technique to try and save. And we started doing this probably about six months ago. Um, and not everybody's offering it right now. And sometimes the line and the wait to do it is a little bit longer just because of the situation we're in. But so you'll have to look at what's going on in your neck of the woods in your area is uh, like click list at Kroger or whatever it is. So you pre-plan your meals, then you go on to the grocery store and you actually purchase everything that you want to pay for on, on, uh, for your grocery list and you make a list online and you purchase it all online and then you set up a time in a day where you're going to go pick it up. You drive in, you park at a parking spot, you call the number that's on the, on the sign and you say, I'm in parking spot number two and they bring your groceries out to you. It costs, I think Kroger Clicklist is like five bucks and it's the best $5 you're going to spend because you're not going to be tempted to go into the grocery store and buy $100 worth of stuff that you didn't intend to buy because you're not in the grocery store to see all that stuff. The only negative to that, I'm going to be honest, is that you have to be intentional about making sure you get everything on your list or you're going to make multiple shopping trips throughout the week because you forgot stuff or whatever and you're just going to add to that total. So um, take that into consideration. It's a huge cost savings. We went from probably spending you know, $150 a week to $100. I know it's just 50 bucks, but that 50 bucks goes a long way, right? So let me give you an example of how you can save on your grocery list that's going to look into the long term for you. Let's say you're spending currently $1,000 a month on groceries for a family of four. Now, this might sound high to you, but I'm not going to lie. I talk to people that I work with them in personal finances, and they are spending $1,000 a month. To you, that might seem high. To you, that might seem low. You might be spending $1,500, right? So what if I were to challenge you to look at what we're talking about and you were able to save 25% of that budget every single month. So you bring it down to $750 a month in grocery shopping. That's $250 a month in savings. So over the, the span of a year, that $250 a month turns into $3,000 a year. Okay, so think about that. You know, you're saving, if you could cut 25% of the budget off of your groceries, just on your groceries. This is not any other line item in your budget. We're just talking one line item of groceries. If you were to cut 25%, that's $250 a month, $3,000 a year. I don't know about you, but that's uh, a great, excuse me, that's a great vacation. That's um, great savings to go towards your future. That's, you can invest that for your future, whatever. Now, let's say you take that same $1,000 and you learn to cut back even more. And let's say you spend $100 a week at, or $100, $125, whatever, and you spend 50% of that $1,000. Now you're talking $6,000 in savings a year just in groceries. That's just in groceries. So if you can save three to $6,000 a year in your grocery budget, where else can you do the same thing? So now what, what, imagine what it'd be like if you did that with your eating out budget. So a, a lot of people I know, and I used to be one of them before I got on this health program that I did where I lost a bunch of weight and everything and got more intentional with what I'm eating. I used to eat out almost every single day and I spent a crazy amount of money on lunches right? So how many of you are in that same situation where you're going out and eating all the time because you don't pre-plan and take your food to, for, for work or whatever? Um, 
for me, for the program I was on, it was easy because it was all prepackaged and I could just take it with me. But for you, it might be pre-planning like maybe leftovers from the night before or, you know, pre-planning on a Saturday or Sunday and have like, you know, or eat a peanut butter and jelly. I don't, I mean, whatever that is for you, everybody's made different. Everybody uh, can deal with that in a different way. But can you cut back on your eating out budget and stick to whatever you're going to say? Let's say you're going to say, I'm going to spend $200 a month on eating out, but stick to it. You got to know what number you're going to have, set a goal and then stick to it. Because if you don't stick a goal, you're just say, I'm just going to go eat out whenever I'm, I'm, I look at my checking account. I have money in my checking account. Oh, we can go eat out today. You're going to do that all the time. By the end of the month, you have no more money, right? So stick to a plan, have a plan and stick to it, right? Um, how many times do you go out a, uh, a month uh, to Starbucks or to a specialty coffee, sh coffee shop? That stuff ain't cheap. I go out, I, I have it, but I, I do it in limits and I do it in small amounts and I don't go every single day. If you're one that goes out in every single day. Now, I'm going to preface it and say, if that is something you want to prioritize and put in your budget, then by all means, that's your, that's your prerogative. But if you're looking to make cuts, make intentional cuts or do things for your budget, that might be an area that you want to look at and have some potential savings. Because any potential savings that you have right now, I would recommend putting away in your emergency fund. I don't care if you have a job. I don't care if you've lost your job. I don't care if you furloughed from your job. Right now, personally, I would say put that in an emergency fund. If you are in a position where you're like, man, my job is fat. I ain't going anywhere. They ain't going to get rid of me. The economy could go down to zero on the Dow. It doesn't matter. I have a job. Then, then you can reevaluate that and look at how you're going to deal with that and maybe put it towards an investment towards your future or whatever that is. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a financial advisor, so I'm not going to give you recommendations on those kind of things. But um, that is your personal choice. But my point is, what intentional things are you doing right now? And what can you do even in this time of chaos to set yourself up for a stronger future with your own personal finances? So now is a great time uh, for your finances to get in order if they're not in order already. I mean, for whatever reason that you need to get them in order. Um, if you're looking for a personal finance coach, contact me. You can uh, email me at john at uh, financialdoofus.com. And I, I'd be happy to take a time and set up a call with you and just see where you are and see where you're at and where you want to go and how you stand and, and how I can assist you. I, I love coaching people with their finances and getting them to a better place than they were before. Because if you didn't go to listen to podcast number one and, and for me, and it, I, I share my story of um, the, the problems I had in my own personal life that I made it through. And even we don't make tons of money. My wife and I are in the educational world, but we make decent money and we know how to budget it in a better way that we are able to save for our future, do great things and fun things with our family. And that's not the brag, that's not the boast, it just became an intentional thing for us, for both of us. And once we did that, big things started happening. So I'm here, I wanna, I wanna sit down with you, I would love to get you on the phone, talk through it, we can do a Zoom call, whatever that looks like, and uh, we can set some goals. So, um, Please, the other thing is, please feel free to share this podcast. This is a Facebook Live. Share the live um, if you want. And, um, and probably by the end of the day, if not tomorrow, this is going to be on um, Apple Podcasts. Um, share the podcast. You know, you can go in there and you can share it with your friends. You can send it out as a text. You can send it out on Facebook, however you want to do it. 
And um, also, if you don't mind, give me a rating. Um, ratings help with uh, the promotion of the podcast. And I would love it if uh, you got something out of this. If you would uh, share it and, and give me a rating so that the, the message could spread. Because my heart is to help others to get you to where you uh, want to be and to stop being a financial doofus. So my name is John Glazer. I'm so glad that you joined me here today. And I hope you're all doing well. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And, um, and take care of each other. All right. Bye-bye now.